Hey, welcome to Val's Word of the Day, where I'm passionate about resourcing you with biblical truths. And my hope is that you'd be transformed by the power of the gospel. Hey, if you're new to this podcast, first, thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen. Also, if this podcast blesses you in any way, would you consider writing a review and sharing it on your socials? That helps me with exposure as I get the gospel out. And in addition to giving to your local church, if you're looking for a ministry to partner with financially, you can do so by visiting valtopolu.com and clicking partner. And big thank you to those that are already partnered with this ministry. Uh, you're the reason that I'm able to release more free content on this podcast as I continue to resource you with biblical truths. All right, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. And the title of today's episode is The Key to Thanksgiving. The Key to Thanksgiving. And as Thanksgiving approaches, you know, if you're a foodie like me, as someone who loves good food (laughs) and is married to a food blogger, um, you know, I think of turkey and, and I think of spending time with those that I love. Uh, that's what I think about when I think about Thanksgiving. In fact, my wife and I, um, when we gather around the table, the question, the question that we always answer is, what are you thankful for? And this question is asked by people of faith and those who don't even necessarily have a faith background. And the typical answer to the question, what are you grateful for, is, I'm grateful for my family, my health, my job, my house, and so on. And nothing wrong with being grateful for these things. But for the Christian, uh, those that have placed their faith in Jesus, Thanksgiving ought to be different. Because we admit and acknowledge that everything that we have is from God. He is the creator of all things. John 1, 3 says, All things were created through him, and without him was nothing made. Was not anything made. Colossians 1, 16 says, For by him all things were created. So, so when I say I'm thankful for my job, my gratitude is not towards my boss. Although I'm grateful for my boss, Ultimately, my gratitude is to God because it is God who has given me the ability to work. So for the Christian, our gratitude, here it is, it turns into worship. Think about that. Our gratitude turns into worship. If I'm thankful for my taste buds, my gratitude, like when I eat a Chipotle burrito, that turns into worship. Why? Because I'm saying, God, you gave me taste buds and it's because of you that I can enjoy this burrito. And by the way, I do love Chipotle. (laughs) And we often hear the phrase, hey, you just need to have an attitude of gratitude. And there is some truth to that. Because I'm all for having a great attitude and a thankful attitude. But what matters is gratitude that is expressed. 
The discipline we ought to have in our lives is the discipline of giving thanks daily. Giving thanks daily. Because if I ask you, hey, are you grateful? You'll probably say, yeah, I'm pretty grateful. But if I ask you, do you give thanks? That's a different question. Because giving thanks is action. It's not attitude. It's action. And God wants us to, here it is, 1 Thessalonians 5.18, to give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Give thanks. That is action. Notice how it says to give thanks in all circumstances. And I got to admit, that is a hard practice to develop because some things we go through make it hard to see the good and to and it, it's hard to give thanks sometimes. Like some of you know my story when I was sick and I, I was diagnosed with MS and was struggling to walk. Man, I tell you, making my gratitude list was hard. So I had to discipline myself to see the good and to thank God for, for the small victories. One of those small victories for me was the ability to eat. Because I was throwing up my food. Because hear me, you don't notice good health until you get really sick. Then you start to thank God for things like being able to walk. Being able to enjoy a nice cup of coffee. Man, I tell you, gratitude is a choice that we must make. And And the thing about us humans is we're more inclined to complain instead of express our gratitude. It is not natural to practice gratitude. I want us to think about this question. It's very practical. How can I practice gratitude? For some, that might mean having a gratitude journal. For others, that might mean taking like talking to a trusted friend and, and, and just sharing what you're grateful for. But the key is, is making a decision to practice gratitude. Like if you, appreciate, if you appreciate someone in your life, don't just assume that they know how much you appreciate them. Tell them. Like give them a call, text them, express your gratitude. Like I'm a words of affirmation guy. Like my wife knows this and And she expresses her gratitude towards me and tells me how much she appreciates me. And that fills me up. So so here's the issue that we come across when we talk about gratitude. You see, we think our gifts that we have, they belong to us. They are ours. Our gifts belong to us and, and we're gifted because of our discipline And what that does is it leads us to a place of pride. And it is a prideful heart that will not express gratitude. I'm going to say that again. It is a prideful heart that will not express gratitude. And I think one of the main reasons that we lose our joy is because we don't learn to appreciate what we have. We are always on to the next new thing. I mean, We love new. Listen, learn to appreciate what you have in the moment right now, like in the season that you're in right now. Because when I don't express my gratitude, that's a sign of pride. 
And that's a sign of ingratitude. And the truth is, there are instrumental people in our lives that have helped us get to where we are today. I have people in my life who have encouraged me along the way to get to where I am. And every now and then I will pause, I will call them, I will text them and express my gratitude towards them. But you see, the pattern of our world is entitlement. Entitlement says, hey, I deserve to be where I am today. And I'm here today because of my efforts, because of my gifts. Gratitude points everything back to God. Hey, listen, don't forget how good God has been to you. And here's a way we grow into being a people who are content. Are you ready? Just practice gratitude. Grateful people are content people. God doesn't know us good health, good family, good friends, good food. And the more you and I understand this truth, the greater our gratitude will be. Expressing gratitude really does give us perspective and it helps us to stay humble because when I give God credit for what he did and and when I give him credit for what I have, I don't take the credit. And what that does is, man, I tell you, it humbles me. And here's what the Bible says about humble people. First Peter 5, 5 through 6, God resists the proud. And then it says, but gives grace to the humble. John 3.30 says, he must become greater, I must become less. Listen, it's about giving the credit to God, not ourselves. And for the believer, for the Christian, we ought to thank God for for providing our greatest need. Come on, this is the gospel, which which is the forgiveness of sins. He has forgiven those who have placed their faith in Jesus. Only God is worthy of thanksgiving. Psalm 9, 1 says, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart, and I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. See, a grateful person, they can't help but thank God for all that he has done. A grateful person will tell others of his wonderful deeds. To this day, I mean, I always share with people, All the time, how I'm grateful for the Lord saving me, healing me, redeeming me, restoring my health. I give thanks. I give thanks. Now, what are some practical ways we can give thanks? Number one, we open our mouths and thank the Lord. Psalm 717 says, I will sing praise to the name of the Lord, the most high. Maybe you're listening. You're like, yeah, well, I can't sing. Even if you can't sing, let me give you a suggestion. Go to church, get in a crowd, because in a crowd you just sound better when you sing (laughs) and you can't really hear yourself, and sing praises to God and thank Him for, for, for all that He has done. Another practical way we can give thanks is by using our gifts to bless others. See, God has given each and every one of us gifts. And the thing about gifts is they're not for us. They are for edifying and blessing other people. So so one of the ways we we say thank you to God is by using our gifts to bless others. 
So I want to encourage you, look for opportunities to serve and to use your gifts. That's our way of saying, Lord, you have blessed me with these gifts and I'm going to use them for your glory. And finally, another way we can express our gratitude is by giving to the Lord, by giving to the Lord. And I'm referring to the tithe here, 10% of your income. When we tithe, when we bring the tithe to the storehouse, which is symbolic for the local church, we are saying, Lord, you have blessed me and I have what I have because of you. Therefore, I will give my first to the Lord. This is a practical way we give thanks. See, thanksgiving, according to the Bible, is the belief that all things come from God. I mean, that is the foundation to thanksgiving. Romans 11.36 says, For from Him and through Him and for Him are all things. To Him be the glory forever. Amen. The source of every gift you and I have is God. God is the source. Now, do you and I play a role? Absolutely. But we must acknowledge that our bodies, our minds, our skills, they're all from Him. I mean, that is the posture of thanksgiving we ought to have. I will never forget walking into a room when when I was a hospital chaplain and the patient that I was visiting had MS, multiple sclerosis. And he couldn't walk. And my emotions were all over the map when I walked into that room. Because for those of you that know my story, I used to have MS and God healed me of it. And I'll never forget walking out of that room just grateful, but also in tears. Because I'm like, who am I that the Lord would heal me? I'm no better than that patient. Yet I am walking I'm eating, playing basketball. I can strum my guitar again. Listen, have you ever sat and just reflected on how blessed you are? Like if you can walk, you are blessed. If you have an appetite, you ought to thank God for an appetite. Oh, the things that we take for granted in life. See, see, God wants us to be a people who have this lens by which we view all of life. And that lens is gratitude and thanksgiving. And there will be moments in life where God will, he will even shut some doors for us. And I want to encourage us, thank him for the closed doors. That's right. Thank him for the closed doors because he's God and we're not. I mean, to this day, I am grateful for closed doors in my life as I look back. Moments that I thought God forgot about me and door after door kept closing on me. But all along, he had a plan and he has a plan for you too. So the question we ought to ask ourselves is, will we believe that his ways are better than ours? Do we believe he is fully in control and on the throne? Thank him. Thank him for the closed doors. Because God is still on the throne and he is in control and he's calling us to trust him and depend on him and acknowledge that all that we have is from him. This is a life of thanksgiving. And I want to close with 
Colossians 2, verses 6 through 7. So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. So as Thanksgiving approaches, may we overflow with thankfulness. This is God's will for our lives, that we overflow with thankfulness. We have a reason to thank Him. This is Val's word of the day.